Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here for your Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla podcast this uh, Tuesday, May 21st. You know, I've been a bit worried about Tesla lately, a bit down on it, a bit worried, a bit concerned, but you know, you know, the money thing. It's the money thing where Elon's now going to micromanage the money because uh, they're going to run out of it if they're not very careful. But i got to tell you, something that's made me very happy, excited, and even amazed is what's happening over at Gigafactory 3. So if you go to Teslarati, we love those guys. So I'm Alvarez. He's got um, a picture here and some drone photos, drone photos, drone video of Gigafactory 3. It is unbelievable, just unbelievable how fast this factory has come up. It really is quite incredible. Basically, the roof is on now. This was a mud pile a couple of months ago. And they are online to uh, basically start production or at least start the beginnings of production in September and maybe a significant amount of production by the end of the year. It is truly amazing. Now, there are some people who have been saying, look, we should be a little bit concerned about how much demand there is in China, although it's hard to say how you can know that because they're on boats, and it's really just hard to work out what the demand is. But if the demand is there, they have a factory. They have a factory. It is truly, truly stunning. When they first announced, when Elon first announced that they could build a factory and be up and running in two years, everybody here in the US said, you're out of your tiny mind, Elon. That is never going to happen. Well, here we are, and they're going to break all records with this thing. It is truly astonishing how quickly this is going to happen. And the sooner this starts pumping out Model 3s, the better. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they can start working on the production lines maybe in June, July. What the what? And in other good news, it looks like Advanced Summon uh, is about to get pushed out. So Elon was tweeting that he's been testing it over the weekend. And we should see this within the next few weeks. And the idea here is Summon right now basically allows the car to, you know, go into a tight space and then pull out without you being in the car. You've got to be within like 40 feet and it just uses the ultrasonics. Advanced Summon... And of course, there could be different versions of this, but Advanced Summon is you're on one side of the mall, the car's on the other side of the mall, it'll pull itself out from where it's parked, and it will drive around the mall to you, or vice versa. You'll get out and it'll go park itself, which means it's going to have to recognize people and things and parking spaces and signs, so it's quite uh, an advanced thing. This is really quite a lot of stuff that it needs to do. We will see just how well this works. We've seen videos in the past of sort of advanced summon that have been pushed out to people on the beta program, and it goes really slowly and it's really scared, which is obviously very, very appropriate because you do not want this thing running over children or puppies. But it'll be interesting to see once it gets pushed out just how good this is, and then just wait five minutes until somebody crashes into a Tesla or the Tesla crashes into somebody else and this will all be on the front page. So you know that the most dangerous place in the world to drive your car is in a parking lot. Not in terms of the fact that you're going to be killed there, but you're going to get dinged up because people pull out and it's a disaster. So this is going to happen. There's going to be uh, incidents with Teslas and it's going to be on the front page and nobody needs to freak out about it unless, of course, Tesla is actually running over puppies and small children. And I think that many of you would agree, if you have a Tesla, that one of the most amazing things about Tesla, of course, yes, it's the supercharger network. I love the supercharger network. But it is the -the over-the-air updates. They truly are amazing. The fact that you can wake up one morning and there's computer says, hey, you've got an update, and you go to your app, and you hit it, boom, and the car updates, and you get new features. You get enhanced auto summon. 
you get all of this stuff that just happens magically. The car gets better all the time without any other intervention. This over-the-air update thing is amazing. Other manufacturers have obviously gone, hang on a second, uh, that is a huge advance that Tesla has. Well, GM is now announcing that by 2023, its entire fleet will be able to do this over-the-air updates, which means that they're going to have to put more brains into the car, and that's what they're going to do because, of course, this puts Tesla way ahead of everybody else. And remember the kind of things that Tesla has done with these over-the-air updates, which have been around since 2012 in a Tesla. 2012, and GM's talking about you know, 2023 before it gets it to everywhere. You know, the Model 3 had a problem with braking. It didn't brake very quickly. Boom, over-the-air update. They improved the braking by about 20 feet. In my Model 3 rear-wheel version, one of the first ones, I got an update. Boom, here's an extra 15, or was it more than that? 15 miles, I think it was. Yeah, 5% increase. 15 increase in miles. So it went from 310-mile range to 325. Boom, over-the-air update. It's really stunning that this stuff is not just software, but it's software and firmware, and it's just... Mm. One of the best things about having a Tesla, knowing that it can get better and better all the time. And obviously, they also do other interesting things like, you know, change the way you pull up songs and uh, the way the center console works and looks. And that's good for humans because we like new things. And that makes our dopamine go And so pushing out stuff, sometimes when it's just for fun, oh, now we've got an Atari game on there so that when I'm in the supercharger, I can play uh, some Atari games. That's just fun. And that's good for marketing. Not that Tesla does much marketing, but that's the kind of stuff that I would market. Your car gets better all the time, and we've got games. We've got games. And let's talk about ICE cars for a second. No, I know you don't want me to, but we need to. So here in the United States, under the Obama administration, they passed this legislation to say that you know cars, on average, your fleet has got to get more and more miles per gallon over time. And the Trump administration has said, we're going to stop that. They wanted to repeal it and just like go back 20 years, but now they're proposing just stopping it so that it doesn't go any further. Well, California always fights back. It's a more progressive state, and it has a lot of people in it, and they sell a lot of cars in California. I think one in eight cars in the United States is sold in California. And so what California does is it says, well, we're going to make sure that our emission standards are much higher. And so then if you're GM or Ford, and you're like, oh, please, I'm not going to sell two different types of my car. So I'm going to have to do the California standard, right? So if California can keep saying, no, they've got to go further, they've got to go further, more efficiency, more efficiency, then most of the time the car manufacturers are going to do that. Well, it's interesting that uh, there's two representatives, Mike Levine, a Democrat from California, and Senator Jeff Merkley, a Democrat from Oregon, have introduced what's called the Zero Emission Vehicles Act of 2019 in the House and the Senate, respectively. And the proposed bill would require 50% of new passenger vehicle sales in the U.S. to be zero emissions by 2030, trying to get up to 100% by 2040. It is almost certainly not going to pass the House and the Senate, but it's nice to keep pushing this, keep pushing this, keep pushing this, and then we will see what will happen with this fight between California and the Feds. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, voting matters. Who's in the White House matters. Their policies matter. So if you're here in the US, please vote for people who like the environment. And lastly, let's talk about Rivian. So you know Rivian is a new electric sort of uh, pickup truck maker that is going to go into production, we hope, next year in 2020. They've come out with some really interesting vehicles. And one of them, you've got to go online and you can just look up Rivian. They've got some interesting concepts about 
how you can turn your truck basically into a camper. So in the flatbed, you can pop up a tent. But between the cab and the flatbed, there's this thing that they've got where you basically pull it out and it's got all the stuff basically you need to cook and barbecue. And it really is an amazing idea that you could have your plates and your stovetop and it's all electric and it would pull out and then you'd push it back in when you're done. It's the kind of really interesting design that I love to see. And I hope that Tesla's looking at that and I hope that Tesla is coming up with its own really cool things. I would actually think about buying a truck, an electric truck, got 500 miles of range that you could do camping really easy in the flatbed and then you can pull out the center section and you can cook your meals and stuff and swim. Come on. How cool would that be? You know Tom would want one, although it's probably going to be $100,000. But still, Rivian, come on, push us forward. Love it. Go check it out. Rivian and put in like camper mode and you'll see it. Amazing. All right, that's it for today. I'll speak at you tomorrow's.